Hey, it's Cal. And this is just going to be a rant about, well, what I've already talked about. But I figure reiterating it is kind of important. At least right now, anyway. I don't know, man. I've been... Certain things happened with my work and, and friends in my life in the last few days that have really bothered the hell out of me really bothered hell at me. I'm not going to go into specifics, but the subject matter will kind of clue you into it. Um, I believe that at its core, I believe that at its core, because it really depends on how you define liberalism and, co- and conservatism now, or nowadays, but at its core, being a liberal, if you're being a liberal in good faith, your goal is to become a conservative. And I'm not saying that, like, you know, you're going to, in the definition of, oh, I'm going to be a conservative and eventually and just be a freaking bigot or some shit like that. What I'm talking about is that you want to affect change throughout your lifetime, or hopefully change will, will enact to a point that is comfortable for most people. Everybody will be happy. Once you get to that point where most folks are okay, most folks do all right, then, uh, then it's okay because how things are right then you want to conserve that so in in essence you want to be a liberal to the point where you'll be a conservative you want change to the point that you can be a conservative and protect the change that you've established okay now in my lifetime in my lifetime um when i was very young there were things that were injustices left and right people you know, you know, spit on gay people left and right. It was way worse back then. Um, there was a lot more instances of racism when I was young than I am now, than it was, well, I shouldn't say now because now it's all resurfacing and it's fucking retarded and it's not from the side that anybody seems to want to talk about. Everybody sees, you know, this whole woke push on the left is anti-racism and they're not understanding the fact that if you're they're segregating people the safe spaces for race by your racial identity is segregation it doesn't matter what you want to fucking call it you want to put a new bow on it or a ribbon on it and call it something different it's segregation and what did segregation do to us last time do you think it's going to be any fucking different on a, a race of people you know, or, or I should say a species, let's just put it that way. Is it going to do anything different? No, it's not. Is it going to help things? No, it's not. It's going to do the exact same fucking thing that it did back then. You can wrap it up with any kind of philosophy you want to do. The psychological effects are going to be the same. We're the same species that was back then. We've only had w- not even one generation between us and segregation before, and now we're doing it all over again. And they're doing it in fucking schools. I mean, don't get me wrong, the school system is fucked up for a long time. There should be never a point in time where it's like, oh, look, um, you know, you have a whole, you have a school here, and it's all black kids. And maybe like one white or kid or one Asian kid or one Mexican kid. That should never be a thing. You know? It should all be equal across the board. And yeah, that causes a lot of problems, you know, with busing and all that stuff. I get that. I get that. But still, 
what is happening in colleges where you're supposed to be getting out into the world and realizing that we're all so different but we can all get along and you're still segregating people Jesus Christ I don't understand I don't understand uh, in my life we've made so many strides we've made so many strides forward as a people just in the last 100 years we've made so many strides forward you know and in just a few years we're gonna go right back to the fucking dark ages you know it is so fucking retarded it is so fucking retarded like how how and the the messed up part is before i was thinking it might have been white supremacists that that kind of hijacked the movement and been pushing it now it's fucking there ain't no doubt about that shit call me a conspiracy theorist if you want i don't give a fuck I really don't give a fuck when you have when you have spaces being set up for only white people. When you when you have spaces set up there for only black people, and guess who's making these spaces? Other white people that supposedly supposedly think that you know everything's fine. You know, they supposedly think that you know this philosophy is just how things are, and this is making everything better, motherfucker. Okay, <laughs> like my here's the thing. After the Civil Rights Act was, Act was passed, right? There was there a lot of racism still left in America. Hell yeah, there was. And guess what? All those people from back then that were racist as fuck are dying now. You know, it's called generations. It's called the flow of time. And when you raise the next generation right, when you raise them to not see differences in skin tone. We raise them to see not see differences in how people are. Still admit that we are all Americans, that we are all unified together. We're in a melting pot. That is the American spirit. Okay? Millennials, I love this, they keep on pushing the year backwards and backwards and backwards for millennials. Supposedly I'm a millennial. I'm 38 years old, but I'm a millennial. Either way, supposedly, millennials, okay, we got raised. How did we get raised? We got raised, most of us anyway. Most of us got raised, you know, by, you know, if the parents were racist, yeah, they're going to sit there and impart that on their kids, and that's, and that's a horrible thing. But a lot of us got raised, but we're in the age of technology. We're in the age of, you know, TV shows like Star Trek. We're in the age of, TV, uh, of, uh, of uh, you know, the Internet. It getting up off the ground. Remember, we remember how hard it was, but we also appreciate the new ways too, where people can come together and we can learn so many other things. And <laughs> it's like everybody I know, and I'm in a city of about 150,000 people. You know, it's not a huge city. Some people say it's the biggest small town you ever see in your life. But um, you know, everybody that I know was raised not to see a difference in our skin color. We'll poke fun at each other for the things that were, you know, racially more attended to, uh, especially the geek community, because, I mean, for God's sakes, who hasn't played a role-playing game in their life that, uh, who hasn't played a role-playing game in their life that uh, different races had different bonuses and negatives, you know? It's like, 
I'm on a, I'm, I, I assume, I'm Polish, I assume someone's going to sit there and make fun of how stubborn I am, you know, or how, like, slow I can be on the simple things. Because complex things, generally speaking, Polacks get. You've heard Polack jokes, but simple things Polacks aren't that good at. I'll tell you that much right now. We're not. And it's, and it's, and it's just a racial thing that's, that's just fun to poke fun at. It's not meant to be offensive, and even if it is, fucking grow a pair. You know, it's like, <laughs> you got to be able to take it take it with a grain of salt, you know? If nothing, if it isn't said in a negative term and someone's just giving you shit about it, you know, it's just the giving you shit. That's how we're all raised. We're all raised to recognize, you know, the funny little differences in us and appreciate them. Appreciate them enough to poke fun at them with each other for, for the both positive and negative ones. I had a buddy growing up <laughs> that is named Gabe, and he took pride in the fact that, you know, he's, 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 uh, he's Hispanic, and he took pride in the fact that he could fit 12 people in a freaking Supra. <laughs> like, he was like, this is great. <laughs> like, I was like, how the fuck do you even do that, dude? Well, I don't think it was a Supra. You know what I mean? It's a small-ass car. Either way, it's like, that's how we were raised. We were raised to all be American, poke at fun at our differences, but we were all, at the end of the day, brothers, and we looked out for each other. You know? Didn't matter your gender, didn't matter your skin color, whatever, we looked out for each other. There's been plenty of times in my lifetime that I've seen old-ass motherfuckers be racist as fuck toward friends of mine, and I'd step up in their defense. I didn't need to. I didn't sit there and be like, hey, I'm a white boy, and I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take the reins for you. But I was right next to, you know, somebody that was Mexican, I was right next to someone who's black, and we're all shouting at this dude together to stop being a fucking bigot. That's how you fight racism. You don't tell black people to shut up. You don't tell Hispanics to shut up, and you do it for them. That's white supremacy. That's letting you. That's that's basically saying I know better than you do on how to fight this. You sit there and let me protect you. That's bullshit. We've made so many fucking strides forward. So many fucking strides forward. And it's like all of it's crumbling down. Because of some fucking ideology that says that we should recognize each other by our skin color all over again. Doesn't matter if you're a good person. Doesn't matter what your character is. It matters what your skin tone is. And if you get your skin tones the right color, then good things will happen to you or bad things will happen to you. It's fucking retarded. Whoever thought this idea up, I mean, like I say, it has. There's something to be said that the actual white supremacists in the country, the actual ones, the ones that are actually like wanting a race war and all that, the fucking remnants of the KKK and all that. Because as much as people like to say, "Oh, our biggest, our biggest problem is white supremacy in the in the conservatives," no. They're not your biggest problem because the actual members of something like that are very small. I think the last thing I read online was estimation of 17,000 people at a 300 and some odd million are actual white supremacists online fucking fighting their good fight, whatever you want to fucking call it. And they're loving this shit. They are loving this shit because they know, they read history, they know what's going to happen. They know it's going to climax. And eventually, the regular old white folks that are just like, okay, this is fucking dumb. We are not doing this. It's going to turn into a fucking war. You know, there's something wrong. If people is fucking disgusting, 
as fucking actual white supremacists. Not what the fucking news sprouts out. Oh, if you don't believe in this ideology, you're a white supremacist. No, I'm not the one sitting there telling black people to shut up so I can fight for them. I'm not a white supremacist. I'm just a regular old dude. Just trying to make it by. Make sure my friends aren't caught up in this shit. Make sure my family ain't caught up in this shit. Which they do. <laughs> and it's like, and it's so fucking depressing. Because now it's like, alright, yeah, we got the coronavirus. Most of us are like, well, we don't really give a fuck anymore. Be honest with you, we really don't. So it's like, people I grew up with, I don't see them anymore. And the shit that I see them post on Facebook are like, dude, so you're basically just not going to associate with me anymore because of my skin color? That's great. Fucking love that shit. Oh, man. Hmm. Makes it even better, right? So, this whole ideology doesn't leave any room for people that are, like, half white and in another race at all. If you look too white, you're still white. So, like, some of my friends that are, like, half Asian or uh, half Mexican, they are getting fucking berated you know, and, and it, it's, it's, uh, it's fucking sad, dude. It's so fucking sad. Yeah, you, you watch, you watch a society, you watch a society grow and have so many leaps and bounds in your lifetime, you know, and then they stumble across systemic issues that are, embedded in law or how we do things and instead of tackling those issues instead of saying okay well we're going to we're going to change this law or we're going to change this system around or whatever else we're we're going to make it better they don't change a damn thing they just preach an ideology to everybody they leave everything the same you know it's like it it, it would be it the best way to describe how many differences this is best way to describe it is redlining, right? Anybody that don't, don't know what redlining was, um, at least I believe this was redlining, is when they would uh, sell a house in a white neighborhood to a black family, and then those people that sold that house uh, would go around to all the white families and say, look who just moved in. So... It would it basically they would end up selling their houses for cheap to get out of that area, because they were basically the white people were promoting white racism, right? And then, um, you know, the the realtor company would just buy up everything. And then when, uh, you know, if things didn't work out with that black family there and they couldn't pay their pay their mortgage or whatever, they would get uh, foreclosed on, kicked out really fast. The property would go up and they'd sell everything, all the property for more. It would be like that was happening, right? That system is still in place, even though it's gone. Thank God it's gone. But still, it would be like that system in place. And instead of saying, hey, we need to get rid of the system, everyone just screaming, well, let's just preach anti-racism. What is preaching anti-racism going to help an actual uh, fix a system that's broken? And you might say, oh, well, you know, if you change the people, then it doesn't matter what the system is. No, it still matters what the fucking system is, dude. Like, that's the biggest problem is the fucking system. 
if the system was created by people that were actually fucking racist, like the actual like people that were like a hundred like ninety eight years old, you know, fifty years ago, and they came up with these freaking laws like the Jim Crow bullshit, change that because that was a policy that was made with a bias toward racism. If you change that, then everything will slowly correct itself. It might not be quick, but it's going to change and correct itself. People keep on, and I'll bring this up again, generations, one generation to the next, what you teach the next generation will continue. You know, And this whole new generation of kids coming up now are being taught the stupid bullshit. <laughs> it's, it's like... Things take time to fix themselves, you know? They're, like, fucking slavery was only, like, two generations ago. That's stupid recent. That is stupidly close to now. But in just two generations, how far we did we come before recently and everything starts going to shit again? I don't know, it's really fucking annoying. I don't under I don't understand I don't understand how people can be this fucking stupid. How you can sit there and think that everything's okay, that doing this is doing this is perfectly fine, that there's not going to be any repercussions whatsoever, you know, as like honestly like I know why being completely honest with you because like say BLM, right? Like I support, I support it in the way that it means, Hey, let's not have the cops kill him. But also like Terry Crews said, um, let's keep them from killing each other in their own neighborhoods, which happens like thousands of percent more often, you know, I support it as in, you know, let's stop the stupidity of the system let's stop locking people up for the smallest goddamn thing like fucking drug crimes but the problem is is you have the organization itself got co-opted by people that admittedly are marxists and people be like well what's wrong with marx well first off he's marx and the philosophies and teachings caused millions of people to die but you know beyond that you know nothing i guess whatever if you're going to have, if you're going to destabilize a country, the best way to destabilize a country is to rip it, have it rip itself apart from the inside out. Historically, what happens? You have one tribe of people over here. You have another tribe of people over there. They're different. They're different. So what ends up happening inevitably when you have no contact with them between them for a generation, they start going to war. You know, this whole setup period where everyone's being segregated right now, this generation will be fine for the most part. They're going to have scuffles here and there. But the new generation that's coming up, that's being raised in this shit, when they start encountering the, the other people, whether it be whites, Hispanics, whoever, there's going to be hate. There's going to be animosity. There's going to be prejudice. And we're going to be right back where we were before. And there's going to be, there's going to be freaking race riots. There's going to be a fucking war. Just, just, just purely because of that. So, congratulations. You know, if you want communism so bad, if you're one of those people that want communism so bad, within a generation or so, you'll have communism. Congratulations. More than likely, though, it won't be the communism you're thinking of. 
what it's going to be is we're going to be destabilized so bad and de-unified so bad as a country that China's just going to walk in and take over. You know, that's literally what's probably going to happen. It's not, it's not, well, it's not a, uh, like there's more, there's more of a, uh, there's more of a, uh, likelihood of that happening than an actual war where they land on our beaches and take us over and stuff. It'll be like us basically saying, oh, well, uh, we're going to, you know, whoever's in charge, whoever the leader is, they're going to be like, you know, we recognize China as the, as the, 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 the new superpower in the world. And we're just going to work more closely together and slowly, but surely China's policies are going to become our policies, you know? And the funny part is, is it's going to turn into the people that are online, uh, you know, spewing all this shit saying, yeah, we, we need to have communism. We it's, or socialism. They're either going to be, if they start descending the descent of voices against it, they're going to be silenced. Like period, they're going to be silenced. People don't realize that, you know, China, the, the government of China actually owns all of the businesses in China. They can literally call a business up and say, do this. And if they don't, you know, someone disappears and your fucking business gets dissolved. Legally, they can tell they ha- they control everything. So when they come in here, you think the censorship is bad as far as like, you know, conservatives think the censorship is bad on for, uh, um, sorry, I text message. Um, you think the conservatives are bad now, or you think they think the censorship is bad now? Wait, wait until something like, uh, Mao's China censorship, because then you're never going to hear anything except for pro-government shit again. You say anything dissenting, you will be disappeared. It doesn't matter what side of the aisle you are. And as much as people online that really want this, that, or the other... It's just like any other regime change. You're going to be the first one, first one up against the wall. And I don't say that to be like threatening. I say that because that's how, that's how previous regime changes worked. That's how previous fucking revolutions worked. The people that were the loudest voices were the first ones to be silenced because (laughs) what else are you going to do? You know, they rallied people around a cause before so they can rally people against the government now. So we need to get rid of these people. So, I don't know, it's, people that don't look at history are doomed to repeat it, and everything that's going on right now, it might be a different name, it's a different coat of paint, but it's all the same shit, and it all leads to the same point. And you might say, oh, you're crazy, you're being hyperbolic, whatever. It's not about that, dude. I'm seeing the shit real in real time in my life. You know, I'm seeing people... I'm seeing people have horrible splits in friendship and family over this shit. And it it breaks my fucking heart, man. It's like the country I grew up in is not the country that is now. 
And I don't think we're ever going to get back to how it was. It's just going to keep on getting more and more divided. You know, when your news anchors are saying you should see, you should see different, you, know, you should notice the different skin colors. It's like Morgan Freeman right now is probably pulling his fucking hair out if he hasn't already drank the goddamn Kool-Aid himself. I remember a very famous interview he had. He's like, how do we stop? He's, he got asked how we stop racism. He's like, stop talking about it. Stop seeing us as different. And, it, you know, the motherfucker is wise. He's smart. He's very, very smart. Because that worked for a long time. It worked for a long time to get the vast majority of it out. And then we just got to pick apart all of the stuff that was left. But instead of getting rid of it, well, let's just start a movement and make it all worse again. <laughs> it's so fucking dumb. And they, and they say, and the white people that will be arguing with me about this will sit there and say, oh, well, you know, it's only going to get worse if, if white people still are, don't recognize their whiteness and their privilege. Motherfucker, it's going to get worse. Because if you teach your kids that they're less than someone else because of the color of their skin, what is that going to do to them? That's going to, there's going to be a lot of hate. This next generation that's coming up right now, that's just been born in the last couple of years, that generation is going to have a lot of hate toward, like, of white kids is going to have a lot of hate. If they're being taught this shit, they're going to have a lot of hate in their hearts. You know? And it, and they're, and I hope to God that there's some sensible, common sense kids that grow up and they think to themselves, damn, this is kind of retarded. Because it, and I talk about it a lot. I talk about a lot how you can't just take a very complex philosophy and dump it on a, on a populace of people that have been dumbed down by bad education. You can't do that because they're not going to get it. They're not. The vast majority of people, the vast majority of people not recognizing differences, that was awesome. You want a philosophy like that to take hold someplace, you want a philosophy like that to actually make sense, you get get a philosophy like that toward the leaders so they understand. But you keep it there. You don't trickle it down to everybody else. You make sure that they understand, okay, we need to change some shit. And then they can handle changing the shit. You just have everybody and their brother take a complex philosophy like this, it's going to rip people apart. And people are like, oh, it's not that complex. It is if you're not trying to psychologically damage people. I mean, it took me it took me a good a couple days of reading to actually understand what the hell this whole white fragility bullshit is. And it's it makes no goddamn sense. It does not. The chick that wrote that book is fucking racist, and she says she's racist. She says she feels uncomfortable about around people that aren't her skin color. It's like, okay, whose fault was that? Probably your parents for segregating you in a bunch of white areas. Fucking get out there and enjoy the world and meet new different types of people and come in with an optimistic and open attitude about it. That's your cure for it. Not locking yourself up in a goddamn safe, safe space with a bunch of white people around because you don't feel comfortable around black people. That's your own bias. That's your own prejudice. That's not white fragility. Jesus. You know, and it's not... And, it's, and it has, and white, white privilege has nothing to do 
with being white. It's just majority. If you're in China, you have you have Chinese privilege. If you're a, if you're a Chinese person, and they are horribly racist over there, horribly fucking racist over there. The shit that they do to other race and minorities over there is fucking atrocious. But hey, they're our best friend apparently. You know, even though they're you're reaching around our back with a knife, it's like fucking hell, dude. Fucking hell. I don't know. It's really fucking annoying. Anyway. That's my rant, I guess. I don't know what else to say. I really don't. It's just when I see, you know, work, try to push this shit on people. And all of us that work there are just like shaking our heads like, nope, nope. Some people got earbuds on, they ain't even listening, then they get yelled at for not for not listening. It's like, I'm not listening to this shit. And it makes me feel proud that basically everybody that I work with isn't a fucking retard, you know? And this is from both sides, you know? One of my buddies, one of my buddies, black dude that I work with, actually stood up during the meeting and said, dude, this is some bullshit, turn this shit off. And I was proud of him. I was like, like half the room started clapping and the lady that was there that was trying to teach us or or trying to teach it to us (laughs) she started getting fucking angry and she was trying to like pointing at people telling us to sit down it's like oh oh so now you're gonna tell you you, this is what white supremacy looks like people that's what jerry said he's like this is what this is what white supremacy looks like everybody white woman sitting there wagging her finger at us telling us how we should feel about our races like fucking hell anyway cheers I'm out